0: Hey friends, welcome to the Amazing Humans podcast. I'm your host, Bree Palmer. You may know me from such things as Twitter, Instagram, and this podcast. (laughs) Just kidding, not famous yet. Thank you so much for listening and taking the time out of your day to hear me interview an amazing human. If you've been here since the beginning or you are new here, I appreciate you either way. This podcast is all about amazing humans, duh. But what does that mean exactly? Well, I believe that we all have amazing in us and I love hearing people from all over the globe tell me about their passion and how they are using their amazing to make a difference in the world. You don't need to be using your uniqueness in big and grand ways to make a difference in just one person's life. And those are the stories I wanna hear. The little guys and gals who are passionate about the things they are doing and I want them to inspire you to find your little slice of amazing. So that's that. Let's get into the episode. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Humans podcast. Today, I have with me Drew Linsalata. Is that how you pronounce that? You
1: got it. That's a lot of letters. You did okay.
0: (laughs) That's a lot of letters. Thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: You're welcome, Brie. It's nice to speak to you.
0: Nice to speak to you, too. How is your day going?
1: My day is rolling right along. It's super rainy here in New York, but it's yeah, um, okay. That's Take okay. the bad with the good.
0: Yeah. yeah. At least the grass will be green.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's already super <laughs> green. My, my, my allergies will attest to that. So. Oh, God,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I totally feel you on that one.
1: Yeah, it sucks.
0: Um, so, tell the people your. Well, I just said your name, but uh, where you live, what you do. Sure.
1: So I am from New York, specifically Long Island, Long Island, yeah. and uh, Long Island. And <laughs> we, we're known for our accent. And I'm really a technology guy, so my my business is technology and application development and complex web hosting and cloud computing and WordPress and all that stuff. But that's boring. So <laughs> I really, I you know probably the the main reason that you and I should speak is because of my podcast, which is called That Anxiety Guy. Yeah, so
0: right I have on. been. Field? oh is it
1: i thought it was you and i have exchanged a couple of messages now and then and i'm like okay I, I thought you were sort of um you know in, in that a bit but uh yeah i've been doing the podcast for about five years now and really 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 enjoy that and all the people that i get to interact with and all the people i've met and hopefully have helped and um yeah so aside from the boring like business stuff that that's a much better story the podcast and, and the story around it is a much better story
0: for sure so like let's go back to the beginning then what sure. what was the why did you even want to start your podcast in the first place
1: well um I have dealt with that particular issue—anxiety and depression and stuff like that—on and off for many, many years.
0: Maybe we should say that the. Oh, did you say the name of the podcast? Yep, it's called That
1: Anxiety Guy. (laughs) We go through all that at the end, I guess. But yes, that Anxiety Guy. If you search it, there there I am. So um, yes, I I have dealt with that problem—anxiety and depression—on and off for a long, long time, Uh, since like 1986 when I was a sophomore in college. And you know, I've just been through so much of it that finally when and I dealt with it in a bunch of different ways and then finally about ten years ago I, I took everything that I already knew about it because I'm kind of a behavioral sciences nerd. Um <laughs> You know, I, I dig behaviorism and learning theory and cognition theory and everything. And so I knew all about that, but I just never applied it correctly. And then I finally got my shit together. Excuse my French. <laughs> no, all good. <laughs> yeah, and actually did it the right way and applied everything that I knew and did the hard work. And, you know, everything turned out hunky dory. So I, I have gone from like an anxious, panic attack, pretty agoraphobic mess, you know, if I go back 10, 12 years to like a very, very normal, Happy existence these days, and when I was going through a lot of that, uh, especially you know going back around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I met a bunch of great people online, and we all helped each other and supported each other, and there was a lot of positivity and encouraging and and empowering and inspiring, and I just felt like I should pay that forward. So about five years ago, I just sat in my living room and started talking into a microphone, and and here I am, like five years later. And (laughs) and yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been fun. I enjoy doing it and it just seems to be getting bigger and bigger as we go. So
0: yeah, Yeah. especially you kind of started back in the days when like maybe we weren't talking about this stuff as much and now it's becoming a little bit more. Yeah. Open conversation.
1: I think a little bit that that's probably true. I think the term anxiety is such a catch all for a lot Mm -hmm. of different conditions um, specifically, I'm, I'm usually almost always talking about people who have things like panic disorder and agoraphobia. So this is not to say that just being generally anxious or generalized anxiety disorder isn't part of that equation, but I'm usually addressing that audience and most of the community that surrounds the podcast are dealing with, with those issues more than any others. although there's you know some folks that are dealing with depression and other related things and, and everybody's welcome to join the discussion and And I think it's, I'm really proud of the way it's gone. It's, it's really worked out very well. It seems to be changing a lot of lives and that's why I do it.
0: Wow. That's amazing. I love that. Can you explain what agoraphobia even is?
1: I can. In fact, it's so funny because this morning I I interact with, at this point it's, it's been thousands of people over the, over the years. And uh, today, you know, on a daily basis, I interact with a ton of people who are dealing with these issues because of the podcast and the surrounding community. And I had somebody say, oh, I have that. I didn't even know what it was called. So it's so funny that you would, you would ask, answer that or ask that. So uh, we all understand what anxiety is. And when anxiety starts to run amok, like anxiety is, is a physiological thing. It's a response to a, a perceived threat of some kind. Mm-hmm. So the difference between, you know, somebody pointing a loaded gun at you, you'd be afraid and get anxious. And then anxiety and fear are right along the same spectrum. But for people with these disorders, anxiety starts to run amok and fear gets triggered. The fight or flight response gets triggered at inappropriate times. And then they learn to be afraid of the anxiety itself. The anxiety itself becomes the source of more anxiety. And that's when it starts to turn into the disorder. Um, And. And the ultimate expression of things like panic disorder or severe generalized anxiety disorder becomes agoraphobia because what winds up happening is you start to learn to be afraid of certain places and situations or even people where you've experienced panic or anxiety. So if you have a panic attack in the supermarket, you'll stop going to the supermarket. Then if you have one in the car, you'll stop driving. Then if you have one while you're picking up your kids from school, you'll stop doing that. And you start avoiding all the places where you feel those feelings and those sensations. And your life gets smaller and smaller until people wind up literally housebound. So most yeah. people know agoraphobia as people who can't leave their house, and which is true. Uh, but it really is, it's the most severe panic disorder is usually defined by altering your lifestyle to try to avoid anxiety and panic. Uh, and agoraphobia is like the most extreme expression of that, where your your world gets very tiny. I know people who actually live in one room in their house because going from yeah, going from the bedroom to say even the bathroom to take a shower will just induce severe waves of anxiety and panic. It's 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 crazy. It's terrible, but it's a real oh. thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. I
0: yeah. mean, I think I'm immersed in this world, but then I hear things like that, and I'm just like, wow. I still haven't even
1: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's interesting because one of the things I think that people tell me makes my podcast and the surrounding community very different is that there's zero coddling and like we don't do the whole, we need awareness and people don't understand how hard it is. Nobody has to understand. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's up to us to fix it. We can fix ourselves. And it's nice to have support from, from the people around us, but, but in, in the end, it's up, it's up to us. So but you bring up a good point. A lot of people will talk will use like almost casually use terms like, oh, my God, I had a panic attack when they really never have had one of those mm-hmm. and they don't know what it really is. And sometimes it makes people that truly suffer from those things upset. But I, I try to not, I try not to, you know, reinforce that too much. Like, look, if somebody doesn't understand what it is and they use the term, maybe improperly, don't be offended by that. You know, in the end, it, it doesn't matter. But yes, that's pretty common. People who think like, "Oh, I'm really anxious," until they meet some of these people.
0: Yeah, yeah. So oh,
1: absolutely. Like, oh, oh, I get it. Okay, that's what that is. Yeah, so it's it's a real thing. It's a real thing.
0: Wow. Well, thank yeah. you for um, describing that. And you know, definitely myself, I've like I say, I'm pretty immersed. But there's still so many things, and so many conditions, and so many terms, and all these different things that. I, I'm sure myself and most of my audience probably doesn't even think about. So it's, it's yeah neat to hear that.
1: And it's way more common than we would think. There's probably people listening to us right now that are in that situation. I would they I would live very very large sum, very large wager that there's at least a couple of people listening to the podcast that are in that situation or close to it. So it's more common than you think.
0: Oh, definitely. Every yes. time I bring up anything to do with uh like my dad or my my story (laughs) yeah it's always someone who is like oh yeah yeah me too me too
1: yeah yeah it happens it's it's such a common thing yeah so we we tend to take a slightly different approach not it's not a different approach it's a cognitive behavioral approach to fixing the problem and and it's some people get a little bit freaked out by it at first because usually what I tell people is like everything you thought you know about taking care of your anxiety is wrong and <laughs> you have to do the opposite of everything <laughs> you're doing and they get a little freaked out. But in the end they hang around and we've got about two thousand people now in a Facebook group and that's growing that wow. are just interacting every day and supporting each other. And yeah, yeah, it's a really starting to be a really active community and people support each other in doing these difficult things like facing their fear and going toward the things. That they are mm-hmm. usually been avoiding because that's the way out of this, and uh, it's really great. It's it's great to see people changing their lives and and supporting each other and inspiring each other and and getting some humanity back, which is always nice because we're yeah. missing a lot of that these days. No so, and, Yeah, so it's 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 been great. It's a good experience.
0: Very neat. How like yeah. do you have training in this, or you've just? gone with your own experiences?
1: It's based on my own. Well, it's based on two things. I I do not have a degree in architecture. So, you know, I am not (laughs) not an academic, yes. So anybody who's my age, who's a technical internet guy, had a past life. And my past life was designing and building buildings and and managing large-scale construction. So my, no, I I have not formally trained in that. This is just 20 years of experience and just immersing myself in the behavioral sciences. So, you know, one of the things that I'm sort of known for is just almost viciously attacking pseudoscience and quackery and questionable <laughs> things like i will just going to come out and say it and i may some people may hate to hear this stuff but i will you know i i tolerate not things like healing crystals and lavender oil because that doesn't get an agoraphobic out of their house no, hell no. so it's a very scientifically based thing Uh, we have decades and decades of clinical evidence that shows that this approach is the most effective way to treat a true anxiety disorder. Hmm. It just requires people to do things that they don't want to do for a short period of time. Yeah. So it's tough, but so that's my, I do not have an official qualification, just my own experience. And I do rely quite a bit on like, just like you're interviewing people for amazing humans. I have many credential therapists and uh, and psychologists who come on and, and offer advice and help and and it's, it's working great. It's working That's great. Cool.
0: Yeah. You're yeah. totally creating a whole world around it and getting the right connections and the right people in place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very gratifying to do. It's very It's way better than just like business crap. <laughs> I, love my, <laughs> yeah. I love my business, but this is just a different thing.
0: Totally. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Love my job. Love that whole set of things. But then I come home and do this, which is super fun. And- yeah.
1: I think it's great. It's such a great idea. I, and I know I've told you this, like, you're one of the most positive people that I know on social media. Like, I just dig it so much. Well, thank you, you so much. can all be positive 24-7, but I think you have a pretty good outlook on things.
0: Yeah, and I definitely sometimes am like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted today. Like, I have those moments where I'm just like, sure. hi, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go have a nap now. Like, the energy well, is just not there. But <laughs> for you're the
1: Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I dig, there's no complaining. There's no, you know, it just, it just is what it is. So I I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to know or anything else you want to talk about?
0: Well, tell me more about you. What's
1: more about (laughs) me?
0: What is like, I don't even know where to go. I just think that we, we've we talked for what 16 minutes or something not even and I'm already like I love you so
1: <laughs> oh that's so sweet <laughs>
0: you just have that you have that passion and that that energy that just like is amazing and so it's just inspiring I guess it's it's what fuels me like people like you are the type of people who get me going because it's like that energy is amazing
1: well uh, it's so funny because. Uh, I think it, most people, I mean, I don't have that personality generally that says, Oh, he's a nurturing, caring type of guy. I mean, <laughs> I think most people wouldn't say like, Oh yeah, Drew. Yeah. He's a, he's a huge caring mushy dude.
0: Yeah. So I kind not, of not, get-
1: not me necessarily, but, um, but I, I will say that that's a, and, and my experience, to be honest with you, I, I would say the experience that I went through, especially between the years of about 2005 and 2009 where I really put in the work and, and, and did the hard work and changed things and got over this stuff and left things like medication behind. And like, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I kind of did it the best way that I could do it. It was super hard and it was a crazy experience, but I would do it again because there was a bit of humanity to be found in that. So whereas maybe I used to go through life pretty armor plated and bulletproof and not making mistakes and typical overachieving kind of dude like I, I learned a bit of humanity and to appreciate the human side of life a little bit more through that experience. And it's great. So in the end I can't think of a better thing to do with somebody with, with your time than to help somebody else and then have them pay it forward. So Absolutely. yeah, it's just incredibly gratifying. It's incredibly grat- gratifying to do that.
0: If you can think back to like that time when you were in like the dark space, how did you even, Start to get out of it.
1: Well, um, I this is a topic of much debate, I think, is is around the podcast and in the community that surrounds it, too. Where people will say, like, well, you're just like you're ridiculous, you just say you're going to do things and you do it. Mm -hmm. But I truly, but and that may be true, I may be more predisposed to that to just to predisposed to actually taking action and, and being maybe more overtly courageous, but. But I just did it. So I knew what I had to do. And I knew that it was extremely difficult. It's exactly the opposite of everything that your brain and your body is telling you to do. But you you just have to do it anyway. So, you know, and, and I think, how, what did I do? I, I just knew what I had to do. And I just did it. I would get up every morning religiously and put my feet on the floor and force myself out the door to do these things that I was, you know, at the time, just freaking out over. But Hmm. you know I had faith in the process I knew what the problem was and I knew that that was the way to solve it so you just keep immersing yourself systematically by the way it's, it's mm-hmm. incrementally and systematically and in a planned way so if anybody's listening and you've been housebound for six months please don't get in a plane and fly around the world like that's <laughs> not the way to fix it okay. so yeah and I've seen that I've seen people do that um but it's just being tenacious and determined and like. I just, I, maybe I just have the personality when I decide I'm going to do something, I just won't, I, I will just do it. Like I won't stop until it's done. So that's mm-hmm. how I did it. I just did. People ask me all the time, how did you do it? I don't know. I just did it. I <laughs> knew it felt, and it was, but I did it anyway. So I, I wish I could bottle that, so. yeah. but I think it's, I think it's in everybody. I truly believe that everybody has some of that in them. Otherwise, I couldn't do this, but I'm pretty sure that everybody has that. I'm no braver or stronger than anybody else. I might express it more overtly, but you have it too. Everybody listening has it
0: mm-hmm. just to find it. So Yeah, you got to yeah. really dig in there and find that part yeah. of yourself that's what I call the amazing. So find the amazing in you yeah. and just like, yeah. yeah.
1: We, we say that, uh, especially in the beginning, if, if you've been dealing with an anxiety disorder like panic disorder or agoraphobia for any length of time, And you are stuck in a pattern of avoiding it. Like you have a safe person. I can only drive with my husband or my wife and I have to have my water with me and I have to have my pills with me and I I can't go to work and I don't do this. If you've built like the the acceptable bubble where like, well, I can get through things in this bubble, but you really want to get out of that bubble. The first steps that you take to break the bubble and get out require like that you be superhero brave. So we say it all the time. Like in my little, my group here, like, you know, it's time to be superhero brave, but you only have to be superhero brave for a short amount of time and it starts to get easier. But, um, I think everybody has superhero brave in them enough to get the ball rolling. I know they do. So we spent a lot of our time, not so much on it's, it's the nuts and bolts of cognitive theory and be and behaviorism and, and, you know, and unlearning these bad brain habits. There's a lot of nuts and bolts that go with it, but there's also a lot of cheerleading and okay people are sharing their own experiences. Hey, I, I tried it. I let the panic attack just happen. I didn't resist it. And it uh-huh. only lasted for eight minutes. And I feel amazing and now I know uh-huh. I could do it. And they share those stories and it inspire somebody else. Well if you know if this person in Las Vegas could do it, then that this person in France thinks that they could do it and they do it. Wow. And then they share the story and it, it becomes very it's a it's a the ball really starts rolling get a lot of momentum in a group of people that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: yeah, so it's as much about cheerleading and, and and sometimes tough love and straight talk and like nope, you know. Oh, I, I, sorry guys, I, you know, I chickened out and I called in sick from work today because it's too hot, and I was afraid of how I would feel. And mm-hmm. people will roll in, not just me, and say like, okay, you know, that, you know, well, you know, you know, you should have done that. So instead of just sitting around all I have it to go out and do something else that's hard, and like that is great wow, when you I have love a community people, yes, that are elevating each other and won't allow. The, the thing I'm super proud of, and I'll stop blabbing in a second here, but the thing I'm no, most it. proud of with this community is that it is different than almost every other anxiety community you will find online, almost without exception, because there's no commiserating a little bit. Everybody needs to vent and, mm-hmm. and have shoulders to cry. At. That's fine. But it's not about most anxiety communities and forums you will find are riddled with does anybody else get that thing where your ears start ringing and then 50 people chime in and say oh i get it it's so horrible but no one ever gives an answer right and heaven forbid somebody says it doesn't matter that your ears are ringing. It's never killed you. You're just going to have to let it happen so you can teach <laughs> your brain to not be afraid of it. Right. They come at you with pitchforks and torches because that's insane. Like, don't you know how hard it is? We're warriors. This yeah. will bring other, regular people to your knees. Stop it. That, saying, calling yeah. yourselves warriors doesn't fix the problem. Actually doing the stuff fixes the problem. And that's what makes a lot of what I talk about and the community around my podcast. Different people are willing to actually own that problem and start to really work on it instead of just posting inspirational memes. Yeah. So yeah, it's so wow. cool. It's a great, group. That it is is a great cool. group of people and it's growing.
0: It's so. so different like that. I love it because you're right. And that's probably been my biggest crutch with like when I try to get involved in the mental health community in any way. And when I used to volunteer and stuff, It just was like soul crushing because I'm like, listen, I've been here too. I've lost someone as well, but just dwelling on it all the time isn't going to do anything and it's not going to help anyone. You have to go the opposite route of that, which is what I've always taken on. And like, it's definitely not easy. It's not easy to be like this happened and I went this way. Why could have easily gone the other way and just been miserable about life and dwelled on life and been sad all the time but I just didn't have that in me so yeah yeah that's the kind of thing I love
1: (laughs) and I think yeah and being sad especially for people if you're in that mental health community and people are dealing with with issues of loss or past trauma trauma has come up a lot lately Mm -hmm. in in the podcast and you know the the group surrounding the podcast so I've had trauma coaches come on and we've talked about that because that's a real thing and that's processed
0: differently and
1: you have to honor some of those things but you don't have to live in them forever so exactly yeah, and and I think I just see so many people who struggle for so long that you know they wander into they wander to the Facebook group, and now because the group is getting bigger, Facebook shows it to a lot of people, even mm-hmm. people who have never heard of my podcast before. So they join, and they're immediately smacked in the face with like, "What is this insanity that we're talking about here? Where are the memes? Where is the? We need more awareness. Where is?" You know, where is all that? And then they uh-huh. sit around and it's like, this, this is crazy. Do you mean I'm supposed to actually just sit there and do nothing when I have a panic attack? Yeah. And and <laughs> but then they start to come around and like, oh, okay. Okay. And, and a lot of the things we talk about, and even my work, I didn't invent any of this in any way. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't invent any of it. Then um, a lot of it is based on the work of an Australian doctor. She practiced in the 50s. Her name was Claire Weeks, W-E-E-K-E-S. So if anybody's listening and dealing with these, go find anything written by Dr. Claire Weeks, W-E-E-K-E-S. Her books are, unfortunately, she passed in the 80s, but her <laughs> books are very inexpensive, and they form the basis of if you have somebody out there who's looking to have you give them money to coach you through your anxiety or fix you or cure you, there is a really good chance that if what they're saying works, they are based on the work of dr. Claire weeks, mm-hmm. so we we are all just lifting what she did
0: yeah, uh, wow,
1: yeah, so it's a good resource for anybody who wants to to go and, and you know, search it out. And the books are, like I said, very inexpensive. They're audio books. Uh, you can get most of her books for well under 10 US dollars. Well under. Yeah. So and worth yeah, it. So, yeah. Well worth it. Well worth it. So oh, that's really there neat. You go. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm just rambling at you.
0: No, I, I love <laughs> it. It's awesome. I think it's, I think it's super amazing and I hope that people, anybody who is in my audience, if they need this, they're going to find the right resources and they're going to find sure. you in your group and Yeah. Maybe get some help.
1: Well, absolutely. It's everywhere that you can find it. It's That Anxiety Guy. So even the website is thatanxietyguy.com.
0: Super easy to find. And if you go to the
1: website, you'll find my Twitter and my Facebook. And if you search for The Anxiety Recovery Forum on Facebook, just ask to join. It's a closed group, so it's private but uh, just ask to join and we'll get you in super yep.
0: easy to go to the website and then find all the yeah. links from there. I was just Start scrolling that. it too. And I saw you chatted with Leslie guest, yeah. whatever
1: <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Leslie's so oh great. God, she I has come on. Leslie. and, and we, Yeah. We've talked about relationships and intimacy as when they relate to people that have anxiety problems. And um, yeah, so we're going to do hopefully try and do another one at some point, but she was very gracious to give her time and, and it was great.
0: Oh my gosh. So, she's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love her. So that's the deal. So everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome.
0: Oh, I love it. Love it. Yeah.
1: And I appreciate you having me on. That was, that was cool.
0: Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I will ask you before we wrap up here, the five questions I ask everyone. So. Okay, cool. Ready? One, two, three, four. There's six actually. Apparently I can't count. Okay. That's okay. I'll throw
1: (laughs) in the extra one for free.
0: Perfect. (laughs) If you could be a member of any TV sitcom family, which would it be?
1: Oh, that's a super good question uh wow um honestly i i I don't think they qualify as a family, but I would probably be kramer like okay. uh, yeah,
0: yeah, you can choose that other people yeah. have friends and whatever, so yeah yeah, sure. works for me. If you were invisible and could go anywhere, where mm-hmm. would you go? uh
1: oh, if I was invisible, where would i go that's that's another really good question. These are good questions Brie. um <laughs> Where would I go if nobody knew that I could just stand there and watch things happen? Yep. <laughs> um, this is going to sound like a crazy thing, but I would probably go to, like, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to use politics here, but I would probably hide in, like, a political rally on the complete opposite side of the spectrum than I'm on.
0: Oh, because interesting.
1: I think it's super important to try to understand that other human beings think differently than us. So Mm -hmm. I I would do that. I would like to hear what goes on behind closed doors at a place like that.
0: Hmm. Very good answer. Mm. (laughs) Would you rather be able to copy and paste in real life or undo in real life?
1: Uh, Copy and paste. I never undo. Never undo. Never undo.
0: Plus. Plus, I always say, like, you could copy and paste dessert. So, like, if you really made the like, most <laughs> amazing pie ever or something, just copy and paste it.
1: No, that's, I think that's actually, that's right. So, yeah. when you do good things, you just keep doing them in mass. Why not?
0: <laughs> Why not?
1: Yeah, no, no, no undo.
0: No undo. What no. are you freakishly bad at?
1: Oh, I'm freakishly bad on so many, at so many things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to narrow it down. I am, oh, let's think about this. I can't sing. I'm a freakishly bad singer.
0: Ugh, me too. Me
1: too. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's not a good, nobody wants to hear me sing. It's not me, good for anybody.
0: Nobody wants that. Nope.
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what product would you stockpile if you found out they weren't going to sell it anymore?
1: Hmm. All right. Total truth here. Yep. I might stockpile marshmallow fluff.
0: <laughs> okay possible i love that stuff but the container like trying to clean the container after is (laughs) the worst (laughs)
1: it's impossible like they should use that to repair the cracks and dams
0: oh my god totally yeah
1: i don't know you can't clean it out you're right
0: i wish they would just like take it back like just just stockpile your fluff containers (laughs) outside your door and we'll come pick them up
1: (laughs) you know if you glued them together they'd probably be some sort of you could make like a solar chimney out of them or
0: something there you go yeah you could Make a shed or go. something. Absolutely,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say?
1: I would say, this is easy. I would say that the number one thing that you could do in the world that would make your life better and, and the people's around you life better, people's around you, is to learn to be okay with you. Like it's the thing we're missing most of, most of in the world. I, mm-hmm. believe. I believe it's the source of many of our problems. Gosh, Just yeah. learn to be okay with you you're probably doing it right.
0: Love it. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Great. So Sweet. Was that
1: six? That was fast.
0: That was fast. Cool. You ripped You ripped through those a lot faster than most people do. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Wow. Okay. You didn't really have to
0: think about them too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> those are good questions. I enjoyed it.
0: I love It's fun to just ask the same things because then you get like a good feeling of what people are like, you get um, similar but different answers every time, so it's it's just kind of neat.
1: I bet. Now I'm going to have to binge listen to your past episodes to yeah. see what everybody says.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're coming in at the beginning still. We just started the second season, so hopefully oh, okay. many, many more episodes to come, and wow. I will have to go listen to some of yours as well. Definitely want to listen to Leslie's, because I love her.
1: Yeah, it was good. it was a good conversation. You'll enjoy it.
0: Okay. Awesome. Cool. 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 Any closing notes? Any final things you want to say?
1: (laughs) No, not really. Just if if you've got these problems and you think that there's no way out, I promise there really is. Mm -hmm. I promise there is. So I will link something totally different.
0: Totally. I will link everything in the show notes, of course, but uh, just go to uh, that anxiety Right.
1: Yep. That's a good place to start. And all my links are there. So
0: everything is there. Yep. Yep. Amazing. Well, you are amazing, and I really do appreciate you. So thanks for taking some time to chat with me.
1: Oh, thanks, Bree. It was was all kinds of fun.
0: All kinds of fun. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Amazing Humans podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate a share on your Instagram page. So snap a snapshot, a screenshot of that that uh, podcast whatever on your screen you know the podcast thing and share it to your instagram or your twitter or your facebook or whatever and tag us and if you could also subscribe and review that would be amazing but i know it's asking a lot so just share it really that's the main thing right now is getting this out to as many people as possible thank you so much